0: Welcome to the Service Industry Podcast. Here you'll learn ways to grow and scale your business, marketing strategies, and a step-by-step plan from people who have done what you're trying to do. You deserve success and freedom of your time. Now, here's your host, Matt Smith. What's going on, guys? Matt here from the Service Industry Podcast. I hope you're doing well today. And today I have a very tactical podcast. I think is going to be super helpful for any of you guys that own a business, regardless of what stage you're in, and. The most important thing is it's going to help you drive more sales. Um, Before diving in real quick, if you guys have not left a review wherever you listen to the show, please do. It means the world to me. It gives me direct feedback on things that you guys are liking and new topics that you want to hear about or things that you're struggling with that maybe I can help you with. Um, So if you could, please leave a review wherever you listen to the show. And Also, if you connect with this episode, share it uh, on your Facebook, on social, in a, a Facebook group, wherever, or share it with somebody you think it might help, that would mean the world to me. And Today's episode is going to be super tactical. I'm, I'm excited about it because it's something that was a game changer for me and my home service company when we learned how to do this um, and learned how to do it well. And the thing is, is it's not that hard. You just have to implement a handful of systems inside of your business. And once you do this, this is going to literally launch sales inside of your company without going and having to find one new customer. Okay, so if you have a business of any sort that's been around for any sort of time in a customer list, this is going to apply to you, the first thing you have got to realize in any business, guys. So this could be you know a home service company, e-commerce brand, doesn't matter, real estate, a realtor, um, any type of business. The main thing that is important to a company is sales. Now, if you you know think about it on the most simple terms possible, it's. What is the one thing that can make a company disappear and go away forever? And that's a lack of sales. You know, you can have employee problems. You can have um, any kind of internal systems that are are jacked up or whatever, right? Uh, You can have equipment problems, whatever it is. and, And those things won't take you out. But not having sales will. And so the one thing that we have always focused on in our business you know and this is kind of like an 80-20 rule in my opinion is 80% of my time is figuring out how do i get more revenue into the company how do i create more sales for the business the other 20% is working on systems inside the business, you know, becoming a better leader, working with employees, all the other stuff that it takes to run a company. But I understand that if I do not have sales coming into my business, none of the other stuff matters because it doesn't exist anymore, right? And so when it comes to sales, there's two types of sales. There's new customers, or I call it top of funnel, right? so you have new customers and then you have repeat customers now it's always been mind-boggling to me like literally since day 1 even before i knew anything about business or sales is that everybody you talk to always talks about new customers and that's great right because we have to always be having new customers coming through the door in order to grow and scale our business but i i very very rarely ever heard anybody talking about repeat customers in developing strategies around making that happen, right? And for some reason, as business owners, we just assume that people remember who we are. Like, oh, I went out and serviced Mrs. Jones' house, regardless of what you do. I cut her grass, I I did the pest control, I cleaned the windows, whatever it is, right? And because we're obsessed with our companies and we think about what we do every single day, we just assume our customers think the same way. And so for some reason, us as business owners have come to this logic that, you know, we just assume that when Mrs. Jones is gonna need, you know, her her services performed again, whether it's window cleaning or whatever, that she's just gonna remember who you are, she's gonna remember your business name, she's gonna remember your phone number, she's gonna remember how to get a hold of you, she's gonna remember the pricing, and, and we just assume this, right? Because why wouldn't she remember that? Like like she had a good experience. But the reality is, is our current customers don't think about our businesses like we do, and so when it comes time for that renewal service, nine out of 10 times, that customer is not going to remember who you are, or they might remember who you are, but they don't remember your business name or how to get a hold of you, and then before you know it, they're on Google, they're searching your service, your competitor pops up before you, and boom, they call them and you just lost a customer. Okay, I have a little stat here and it says a sell, and, and honestly, I believe this first, this first stat's a little bit high, but it says selling rate to new customers. Uh, the closing rate is five to 20%. Return customers closing rate is 60 to 70%. So that means it's almost four times more likely to close current customers, repeat customers over new customers. And so if it's so much easier to sell a service to an existing customer, why don't we as business owners have any strategy around that and the only thing we think about is getting new customers? Think on that for a minute, okay? Now, like I said, I I understand the premise of why people are in the mindset of not having to think about it. But the reality is, is our customers don't remember us, okay? They just don't. And you're losing free money. And I'm going to go into a little story here in a few about how free the money actually is, especially when you begin to build that customer list and you have 500, 1,000, 5,000, 10,000 customers in that customer list, you've at this point built a list that can keep your business afloat through hard times without having to spend a ton of money on front-end marketing, okay? Now, the first thing that you have to do, and this is like this is one thing that that I can't understand why businesses don't do, but you have to get a CRM system in place. Whether it's the Customer Factor, Housecall Pro, whatever CRM you wanna use, I don't care. It's gotta do these these basic things. The first thing it needs to do is take all of your customer's information at the most basic form. Name, address, phone number, Email And you need all of those, okay? We want to get your customers set up on an email list. We want to get them set up on an SMS list. We want to make sure that the CRM has a spot where you can have pictures of the house. You can have a spot where you have all of your pricing. Maybe it's a photo of the estimate sheet. Maybe it's a, a PDF of the estimate sheet, whatever it is. You want to be able to go into this customer's account and literally be able to know every single thing about them. You can put the name of their dog. You can put the name of their kids. That way, when you, you follow up with this customer down the road to go sell them on new service. You know, you have all this stuff in place and it's like you don't skip a beat and it's going to make that customer wowed. So at minimum, go get a CRM that can do this. The second thing your CRM needs to do at a very simple form is all of your scheduling. So you need to be able to open your app, on your phone or on your computer every day and know exactly what your schedule looks like, what homes are being serviced, what crews are going where. Uh, Maybe you're an owner operator. I don't care, you still need this and you still need to have a schedule on your CRM and then this is going to make the customer experience much, much better. So before I dive into all this other stuff, all this other stuff does not work if you don't have a CRM. Go spend the 50, $100 a month, whatever it is on this and do it from day one. Don't go, well, this feels stupid because I don't have a lot of customers. No, 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 It's stupid if you're not doing it because it's harder to implement these things later. Trust me. We've implemented systems in our business that should have been implemented from day one, like in year three, and it was painful. Very, very painful. And so go do this today. Even if you're by yourself with no employees, you're super slow, you're brand new, get a CRM, make it a priority. I'm gonna give you our rundown of what we have done to really drive uh, new business from current customers, okay? So not new, new customers, this is new business from current customers. Now these could be sales that are a repeat service, maybe it's a window cleaning that people need done twice a year. We are taking charge and letting this customer know that hey, It's time for new service and we're signing that customer up for a second window cleaning of the year. Um, It might be a new service we offer like air duct cleaning. So we might be calling all of our customers and letting them know that we have this new air duct cleaning service that they need and signing them up for air duct cleaning service because they already trust us, right? And so this is the rundown I want you guys to think about and get a pen and paper out, or if you're driving, go back on this later and write this down, it's simple, okay? We're gonna make this very, very simple. The thing that we used to do was this layout right here. First, phone calls twice a year. Once in the very early spring, and by early spring I mean, like before our trucks are on the road, okay? This was one of our core strategies to get our customers signed up and to get our schedule full, early, early in the year because people aren't necessarily looking for exterior cleaning services here in Michigan in March when it's still, shoot, it could be 20 degrees one day, it could be 65 degrees the next day, but we're taking charge by calling our customer list early, early spring and getting them signed up for late March and early April appointments, okay? This has been a strategy of ours forever and we do this uh, every single year. It is a a thing that, it's non-debatable, this is what happens, this is how we launch our season, and it's free money. We hop on the phones, we call the entire customer list. Okay, period. You're doing that once in the spring, and then we do it again once in the fall. Now, for us in November, gutter cleaning is a massive push. Not only is it an extremely busy month for us, kind of that October 15th through December 1st with gutter cleaning uh, for commercial and residential, but it's also our most profitable time of year because our gutter cleaning services are so profitable. So about October 1st, we are making these phone calls again to our entire customer list. Hey, Mrs. Jones, Matt here from the Dirt Hunter. I just wanted to let you know, we're calling all of our customers today and we're reaching out to see if you're interested in our gutter cleaning service. We call all of our customers first because our schedules fill up super fast. So we're booking for the month of November right now. And I was just curious if you wanted to get on the schedule before it fills up. That way we can make sure your gutters are cleaned going into winter. That's our script right there. Like, I just did that off the top of my head, and that's all we say. We're not pushy. We're not salesy. We're just reminding the customer that, hey, we have gutter cleaning season coming up. Your gutters need to be cleaned before winter. That way, you don't have any water damage or anything leaking into your basement. Would you like to get ahead of the schedule, right, a month a month before and get onto our schedule? That way, we can get you you know, ready and get your home serviced. Boom. Easy. Easy flipping phone call, and our close rates on those are massive. Okay. So we do that twice a year. Once in the spring, once in the fall. The second thing we do is emails. You should be emailing two to four times a month. Now, people always get hung up on this. Well, what do I do for emails? You know, I don't wanna I don't wanna try to sell people on every email. You don't have to. I suggest you try to sell on at least one email a month, but Get people to know you. Emails is a super soft touch that if people aren't interested, they'll just delete. Like the thing you have to understand, and and it's a little bit easier for me now because I come from an e-commerce background as well where you know our company sends emails three to four times a week, right, and we're almost always selling. And so emailing two to four times a month is like laughable to me. And the reality is, is you have to understand is people are used to getting bombarded with emails every single day. Now you're saying, well, yeah, but emails don't work. No, 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 they do work. And this is another strategy that we use in order to drive sales. Emails are massive all time of year, but especially in your busy seasons. Because you can, you can develop email copy around the services that you want to push And it's a very powerful way to get in touch with your customer on their terms. They can open your email on their terms. They can read it and respond to you on their terms. And not only that, even if they just open it and they skim it and it's just kind of a blink and then it's gone, you're staying top of mind. This is another way to get your name, your logo, your business, your message out to your customers. If you are not doing email marketing, you are losing money. Right, There's a lot of platforms out there uh, that do email marketing and it's free. Um, We use a program called Clavio. It's something I'm super familiar with and I can help you with if you're interested. Uh, Just email me at info at serviceindustrycoach.com and I can kind of go into details and help you guys get started on this. Um, So we email two to four times a month Especially around busy seasons, you can do emails about community events, about you know a new featured employee, employee of the month, um, new services offered, promotions, anything, guys. Get creative and and really you know start to send emails even at minimum once a month, and I guarantee you you're gonna see sales drive. Okay. The next thing is SMS. Um, there's SMS programs out there. Uh, we use something called Postscript, and SMS is a great way to follow up with a phone call. Now, I'll be honest with you, phone calls still crush, right? But. You have seen a decline on calling a customer list now versus five years ago, and that's because Verizon and all these carriers have come out with all these new things where they can detect spam or you know people don't answer numbers they don't know as much anymore and all that kind of stuff. Um, you'll be surprised that, that sometimes you know customers will have your number saved in their phone or whatever, but SMS is a great follow-up to phone call. You should be sending these text messages the same time you're making your spring and fall calls. And it can be the same message. And and you just send these out and like again this is a nice soft touch people can respond if they want to they can read it when they want to they don't have to answer the the call while they're in a meeting and it's just another way to get your name in front of you SMS will crush for you trust me the other thing that you can do is a voicemail bomb Uh, Josh Latimer has a program I think it's called voicemail bomb actually and there's multiple other ones out there Um, but you can leave hidden voicemails where the person's phone literally doesn't ring and you leave a voicemail just doing the same script that I just did Mrs. Jones Matt here from the Dirt Hunter. Hey, it's uh, it's June 15th, and I have it here on my personal schedule to call you today because you're exactly six months out from your last cleaning, which means you're due for your windows to be cleaned again. Give me a call back, and I want to get you on the schedule and get your windows cleaned that way they the good going into fall. Boom, done, right? So you guys can see how this kind of compounds. You're doing phone calls, you're doing emails, you're doing text messages. And the last thing you need to be doing is sending postcards on a quarterly basis. So four times a year. You should be doing this around holidays. You should be doing this in certain times a year where it makes sense, okay? You can easily send a Christmas card. You can send an Easter card, a spring cleaning card. uh, You know, for us, a fall gutter cleaning postcard. And these are postcards that are designed and tailored to go out to current customers. These are not postcards that are built, you know, like we would for for selling new people that don't know who we are. These are personal touch postcards to customers. When these customers hold these and read these, they're gonna know that, hey, this is the company that serviced my home before. The copy in the postcard is going to make it very personal. And it's just going to be a simple follow-up postcard saying, hey, give us a call, you're past due. It's time to get on our schedule. Guys, when you do these four things, all you gotta implement is two calls a year okay? Two to four emails a month, even one a month to start. Two texts a year, which are at the same times as your phone calls, and four postcards a year, okay? You you can literally schedule this out in one day. You could get all of your postcards designed up front and have it scheduled out for the year and you're done. And your whole follow-up for your, your customer... Marketing is in place, right? Now, this doesn't include other little things like thank you letters after you finish a job. What are little touches that you can add to your customer experience to make it wow, right? Like, you guys think that doing a good job is enough. I'm here to tell you it's not because the customer expects that. When they're hiring a professional to clean their windows, to put on a new roof, whatever it is, they expect the job to be done well. That's why they're hiring a professional. So you need to go above and beyond to make yourself stick out from your competition. Send them a handwritten thank you card. Mrs. Jones, I just wanted to say thank you for your business. Our small business depends on customers like you, and we look forward to servicing your home again in the future. You know, Matt Smith. Boom, put that in the mail. A handwritten note, especially in today's world, goes a long way. Most people aren't even getting thank you emails, but when you send a handwritten thank you note, that's massive. Review request, not only is this great for you, but customers that love you want to give you good reviews because they know it helps you. And the key thing is, is to make sure that that customer knows, hey, Mrs. Jones, could you do me a massive, massive favor? One of the main ways that we get business or new business at least is through five-star reviews. And... If you were pleased with today's service, would you mind just going to this link right here and leaving us a five-star review? It really, really helps us drive new business, which is you know, helping us hire more employees from the community and just growing our small business in general. It would mean the world to me. When people know that leaving a review is actually going to help you, they will be much, much more apt to do it, okay? So make sure your customer knows that when they leave a review, it's going to massively help your business. The last thing that you can do is a follow-up phone call after the service was done. This is really good, especially if you have employees, because you can call Mrs. Jones. Hey, Mrs. Jones, Matt here from the Dirt Hunter. Hey, uh, Jake and, and Ryan were out at your house yesterday and they did your window cleaning and house washing. I just wanted to follow up. I wanted to make sure everything went good. I was looking through your account. It looked like everything went smoothly, but I wanted to get your feedback if you had any questions, concerns. you know, That gives the customer a point to say, Nope, no questions, no concerns. Or, you know what, Matt? Yeah, they they missed this one window. I was curious. Hey, no problem. I'll have them back out there tomorrow to finish up that window. And the customer service experience is insane. The customer won't even care that the window was missed because I went out of my way to figure out how to fix the problem. They didn't have to call me. Where, if I didn't follow up with that customer, that customer may have been upset. They probably would have never called us to come back out and fix the window And they probably would have never called us to come back for a second service down the road. So thank you letters, review requests, follow-up phone calls. Those are massive little touches that you can do in your business. If you guys need help with any of this, don't hesitate to reach out to me. Info at serviceindustrycoach.com. More than happy to help answer any questions or take any of this over for you guys. I hope this was a tactical podcast for you. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll be doing more like it in the future. But I'm telling you guys, sales is everything and repeat customers are massive. Don't sleep on repeat customers. It's such an easy easy money grab your repeat customers want you to come back they want to pay you they trust you they've had you in their home before and if you provided a good experience then they want you back you guys know what it feels like you hire somebody to come out and clean your furnace or or whatever and you don't know who they are it's a dreadful thing. You're like, oh gosh, they're coming out today. I don't know if they're going to be on time because I've never used them before. I don't know the technicians. Are they? Do they have employees? Are they a clean cut company? What can I, you know, and then, you know, they pull up in a rusted truck. They don't have uniforms. They're wearing jeans, whatever the case is, right? And, and that's a bad experience. But when they've used you and they like you, know you, trust you, then they're much, much more apt to give you money. So implement these things. I'm, I'm telling you guys, you're going to see a massive increase in sales. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode leave a review share this wherever you're at and we'll see you guys on the next episode This episode of the service industry podcast has ended but be sure to check out our other episodes Please subscribe to the podcast if it has brought you any value and as always Don't forget to rate and review the show. Does your home service business need help getting new customers? Matt's company, Service Industry Marketer, can help. Service Industry Marketer specializes in print marketing, Google AdWords management, and Facebook ad management. Visit serviceindustrymarketer.com for more information. See you in the next episode.